It sounds like a bad like porno. <laughs> Is there such thing as bad porn? I was just gonna say, what define what makes a porn bad? That was the uh, latest review from uh, the Visible Man podcast on uh, iTunes. That was uh, Adro there. Very visible. Very visible. <laughs> I was going to do another one of Jeff saying it's hard because mm. he did it again where no one was talking last week and it was just him saying it's hard. And I decided what I'm going to do <laughs> because you've done it so many times. Maybe I'm we going should just, to just rename it. The show that. The show to It's Hard. Yeah. It's hard. I mean, yeah, yeah. In, in that tone, it's yeah. hard. It's hard. Uh, I'm going to make a, a, a compilation of Jeff doing that. And now that we have it on video, I might wait a while. So that way we can get like all the different video versions of you doing it. Okay. And find out that you wear the same shirt every week anyway. So it'll be like the Zoolander calendar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't have a whole lot of variety. The going Visible on. Man Weekly It's Hard podcast. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to BM Live. I am your host, Jack Rollins. And with me, as always, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Jeffrey Hoffman. What's going on, brother? Ah, uh, it's Friday. That's what's going on. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. And we know that it's not plants because... No, yeah, oh yeah. You burn it to the ground. We'll get to that I in a little bit. I did scorched her. Yep, yep, I and, had uh, <laughs> oh, we, no. also, uh, we also have admin Bob here. What's going on, Bob? Uh, It's a shitty Friday, but... No. Mm. Oh, Okay. Are we going to be able to talk about that later, or is this something uh, persona non grata for uh, for discussion on VM Live? Yeah, no, not being discussed. Okay, fair enough, okay. fair enough. I get that. And we have Adro here as well. What's going on, dude? Hey, man. Um, you know, I'm having a pretty <coughs> eventful Friday too. Like I would say, okay. some parts, some parts shitty, some parts new. So I'm open to talking to with it because I'm sure it's not as serious as like other people's. But yeah, right. You know, last week. Uh, I, I kind of started the episode talking about how I was going to kind of vent about some of the stuff that had gone on that week. And yeah, uh, I didn't. Uh, I like self-edited in my head while I was <laughs> you know running through the stuff we were going to talk about and stuff. And I didn't. And the reason I didn't, I think it's kind of funny uh, in, a, in an existential way, uh, because the original thing that happened... Um, and I'm not going to get into like super detail about what happened, but the results of what happened, I, I kind of felt unsafe emotionally. I felt unsafe, not able to really open up and talk about what I wanted to talk about because I kind of got punished for it. And then that carried over here, you know, so that kind of shows that that kind of stuff I, f- I felt not not and nobody here made me feel unsafe, but I still didn't feel safe to discuss what happened and to kind of get into a little more detail about it uh i don't have you know i'm i'm divorced and i don't have like a lot of triggers and a lot of i have baggage we all have baggage but there's like one thing that's will will trigger me like a like a bull you know um in a matador like i just there's like one thing and that one thing started to happen last week and i reached out to my girlfriend about it And, uh, I just opened up and it's really, really hard for me to open up, to sit there and say like, this hurts, this hurts a lot. You may not be aware of it, but like this 
this hurt. And I think partially because of the rarity of me doing that, uh, but partially because I don't think we're quite there as a society as much as we want to say we want guys to open up and be able to open up. I kind of got, I kind of got, uh, I'm trying to think of the word, pushback from it and defensiveness, you know, instead of just hearing me, I felt, I felt like I was, you know, I, I don't. From, from who, Jack? From, from my server? girlfriend. No, oh, okay. no, no, no. Uh, and I, and she, I don't think it was intentional on her part because afterwards it was like, hey, by the way, this is how this, and she was like, oh, <laughs> I didn't realize that. But I did open up about something that was really bothering me because I don't, I don't open up. So when I get to that point, you know that you should know anyway, that this is serious. And, um, you know, I talked to a couple of people about it and I found it interesting that the guys that I spoke to about it were all for me opening up. They were like, that's really good of you. Like, this is kind of, this is, you know, it's tough. Um, what you said was tough, you know, but that's really good that you felt, you know, that, you, that you, it's really good that you were able to do that. And then the women that I spoke to outside of the server, and I want to make this, like, like I purposely spoke to women who were not part of the server because they have that kind of mentality. They know what we're working on. Um, but, like, I talked to my mom about it, and she was like, well, don't make a big deal about it uh, or else, you know, it's going to cause a fight or something like that. And I thought that that was so interesting outside of the immediate emotion I felt, which was like, oh, great. So you're not hearing me either. Like, all I want is somebody to hear me and acknowledge that something isn't right. And all I'm getting is either pushback or just shut up, like, just take it, you know, Um, and and it's so hard to get to that point. Yeah. Just to choose to open up. It's just so hard. Right. And, you know, I'm not, and I think, I think it kind of stinks for a lot of guys because we're, we, a lot of us don't feel able to open up properly. So when we do, we like do it wrong. You know, Mm. um, I know that there's, you know, possibly a gentler way I could have handled it. I could have waited and kind of talked about it afterwards, you know, let things play out, whatever. But, uh, we don't have that experience. I don't have that, you know, I never, was taught that I was never taught how to emotionally do those kind of things. So when it does happen, like uh, it's kind of a, a burst of like, mm. ah, you know, um, there's like no practice at it. Right. Um, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, so that's, I, I, <laughs> I had a bone to pick with myself uh, <laughs> for the show because I was like, yeah, let's, let's vent let's talk about stuff. And then everybody else did. And I'm like, I hope they didn't notice that I didn't say anything. <laughs> well, at the uh, end of the show, I was like, ah, been kind of quiet about the show when he was going to vent about stuff yeah yeah i didn't want to talk too much i figured you would open up on your own terms yeah yeah it just uh you know it's difficult for me personally i can't speak for everyone but uh i'm of that kind of of that mindset naturally where i just don't want to tell people stuff i don't want to burden anyone with with anything uh like that and so you know there's kind of the the jokey Irish thing where it's like, I get rid of my troubles by, you know, bearing them and, and some Jameson and tell them or do. Um, but, uh, yeah, this episode brought to you by, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, at feelings, we'll get rid it's of not them. a solution, but like, scientifically it is. Yeah. Um, 
but anyway, so yeah, that's where I was last week. I was in a pretty like weird, rough, unsure kind of place. Uh, and, um, you know, things are better this week, but yeah, it's just, it's interesting that the men said, that's good, dude. Like, good for you, you know? And then women were like, just keep the peace, man. Like, it's not your job to be emotional. (laughs) They were actually discouraging you from opening up? From, yeah, afterwards. They were like, well, don't keep, because it didn't get resolved initially. So they were like, don't keep bringing it up. And I'm like, well, that doesn't seem fair because, because you know, anytime uh, something would come up with, with a female in my life, like I'm like sidestepping baggage and triggers and, oh, that triggers you. I know that. I probably shouldn't bring it up. I mean, if it's reasonable, you know, but there are, everybody has a couple of those kind of unreasonable things, you know, and mm-hmm. as a partner or as a friend or whatever, you either sidestep it move around it handle it gently like you acknowledge that and this was like my one unreasonable thing and i felt like i was made to it wasn't it stopped being about me and my Mm. problem and my issue and i wasn't allowed to feel i well i'm not gonna say i wasn't allowed but i was made to feel that i wasn't allowed to feel how i felt i was getting Mm. talked to about my emotions you know Mm. and that you know there was a little bit of suck it up Going yeah, on. there's a quite a bit of it, quite a bit of like, well, this is why, and it's like I don't need to know why. <laughs> what I'm saying right now is like this hurts. Yeah, you can continue to do it because you're an adult, but now you know this hurts mm-hmm. when you do it. So that's your decision, you know. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I think we have a long way to go societally. Anyway, to we're I think we talked about it a little bit on the server. We're telling men to open up. You know, we're mm. telling men to that they are emotionally safe or that they should be emotionally mm. safe. And that but we're not quite there yet. I think the younger generation's a lot better than ours mm. Uh, mm. with that. But, you know, my generation and I'm the youngest one here, my generation still you know, we still have those remnants of suck it up, dude. It's not your mm. it's not your job to it's not your job to emote, you know, let her be crazy. And I'm not saying my girlfriend's crazy, but I'm saying in yeah. the general thing, let her be crazy. You Just keep your shit together. Flow. Yeah, you, d- you don't get afforded the same as 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 her. I I, I get that. It's yeah. it's it's. Yeah, you're right. And for the record, you are the youngest by by like a year by by some change. <laughs> all right. Um, so your generation is my generation too, bro. But okay, fair enough. I totally feel you though. Like the like, I, f- I feel like our generation is. I I think I said it in service about something else, like opening the door. Mm-hmm. And so hopefully the ones coming up, like just keep having that kind of conversation, having those open mm-hmm. lines of communication for men. Yeah. I think sometimes I can't think of what the comparison would be, but I think sometimes, especially for men's mental health, it's one of those things where it's like you you say, hey. You know, let's break the stigma and everybody's like, yeah, let's do mm-hmm. it. But then, you know, like, especially the older generation, they they don't. Like, it's like they say, yes, I support it, but then they don't do it. Mm-hmm. It's like, in, or struggle yeah. to do it. Yeah. yeah. The idea well, of it is one thing, but in practice, it, in yeah, practice, exactly. like you were saying before, Jack, like you don't have practice at it. It's really subtle. Like if you have a hard time opening up, Mm-hmm. And somebody can say the slightest thing, or even the look on your somebody else's face. If you're having a hard time opening up, it doesn't take much to shut somebody down. 
Mm-hmm. So even if in principle you support it, you're like, oh, you don't have the practice at it. Yeah. And I, I, I don't think I'm, you know, completely, especially with guys, practiced at it. Like I have to work to watch what I say and try mm-hmm. not to sound like I'm blowing them off. Like I might go in the other direction, like too far in the other direction of trying to be supportive. Of um, being too supportive? <laughs> yeah. Of like being too... <laughs> Okay, buddy, like huggy, you know what I mean? Like oh, like yeah. that kind of, you know, it's going to be, you know, like that kind of, like almost, uh, yeah. I feel like sometimes I get into like yeah, almost babying the person, you know what I mean? With like, it's, it's you know, go That's ahead, right. Everybody's out, different. you know, yeah, yeah. so, um, but yeah, I think you're right. I think it's an old, old dog, new new tricks situation, especially with the older generation. I mean, it's like you can't tell your grandpa who is 90 years old, you can tell him to stop being racist, but he's not going to stop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's been racist for 90 years. That's not going to change, you know? Um, and you can tell him not to say certain things. And, and my, my grandpa was a bit racist, uh, you know, and you can tell him not to say stuff around the family and, not, you know, and he listened and stuff like that, but it's, you're not going to change you're not going to change yeah. his mind. 90, like, why? You know what I mean? He's sitting there like, I got this far this way. Why am I, you know? Um, so, yeah, I think I think there is an element of that, too, that they're just not, just like I'm not practiced in opening up. They're not practiced in, yeah, and uh, listening. I need to call a timeout. Okay. Because, oh, Jeff either moved his camera or moved his couch, but it's in alignment <laughs> right behind him. Yes. Yes. Check. It's symmetric. That's it was by design. Yeah, yeah we um, we changed it. Yeah, we had him change it last week. Yeah, um, and I don't know if you guys noticed, but the mascot at it's least back. was there. I did get a picture before the show of the cat, so that'll be the episode <laughs> uh, main picture, just the cat chilling on the seat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I see the cat back there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Adro, <laughs> what's up, man? <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's been it's been a rough week um, mm-hmm. in some regards, you know, like so my my youngest daughter has um, gone back to preschool and has adjusted very, very well, you know, and I'm like, I'm so happy for her and also for myself <laughs> yeah. because now it's like I get extended periods of time without the kids where it's like I'm not even talking about like to like, you know party or have fun with friends it's, it's literally just so i can work in peace right mm-hmm. and you work from um, home still right i'm working from home still my, okay. my but my goal is like after the holidays like to start going back to the office those days when they're both in school mm-hmm. and okay. and i've never looked more forward to going to work just to talk with adults you know <laughs> like in person oh, like so my God. do you have like a uniform or something because i like in my head i'm imagining you like looking forward to putting on khakis and like going <laughs> And we do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, so um, it's uh, if I'm going if I'm going back to my regular office, um, I have to wear like like business casual. So I'm not looking forward to that because, you know, mm. it's like working in like hoop shorts and sweats has been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like a nice shirt on top. But I got like some, you know, like warriors, Golden State Warriors to, uh, sweats underneath. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, one of so one of the things that I've the first things that I've done is like because I am like the I feel like the least healthy um, physically, um, emotionally and just like mentally that I've been in a long time, um, you know, especially since this incident happened, because I haven't had I haven't had incident with my with my youngest. Mm-hmm. So I haven't had time to really deal with like the trauma of that mm-hmm. or the trauma of like my like, you know, divorce and the breakdown of my marriage and breaking up the family and stuff. So. The first things that I've been doing in these in these free times is I've been 
focus in on like my health. So it's like I made an appointment to see my primary doctor. I made okay. a dentist. I made a dentist appointment. Um, you know, I'm trying to find like a therapist. So those are the things that I've been doing. Now, okay. the last time I saw my primary doctor was uh, the incident with 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 Penelope, my youngest, happened in, around my birthday in mid March. Mm-hmm. And so the last time I saw my primary was a couple of weeks before that. It was like the February twenty something. So when I go to see her this past Tuesday, uh, <clears throat> she, you know, she was like, hey, you know, I haven't seen you in a while. Like, what's been going on? It was like, oh, man, how much time you got? Because <laughs> uh, she, she knew about, like, the divorce and everything, but not like anything that's happened with Penelope. So mm-hmm. I explained to her everything. You know, we talked. Um, she made me fill out this form. And, you know, she, for the first time, like, I, I was diagnosed with depression. Mm-hmm. Um. And, you know, we talked about treatments and stuff and, you know, of course I'm going to, you know, therapy is definitely something I do want to do. It's just going to take a little bit of time to find someone, mm-hmm. but she, um, <clears throat> you know, she prescribed me Zoloft and, um, you know, that was on Tuesday and I don't know, like, I don't know, mm. she, she prescribed it to me and it really, I don't know, like freaked me out. Mm-hmm. Have you, have you taken anything like that before? No. Okay. I, so... <laughs> I will be honest with you that like, you know, when I was, when I was doing drugs, like when I did drugs with like, like the, like the white boys in college, like we would <laughs> chop up like Zoloft and uh, Xanax and snort them. Mm-hmm. Um, really? So that's a my only ex- different. Yeah. That's my only experience taking Zoloft. <laughs> so it doesn't, definitely doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, I don't um, think that's how it's prescribed. You no. should have, should have messed with her like that. You'd be like, so I do you recommend you I chop this that. up and snort it? Or you can like, chop do, up and snort anything, Jeff. Like, well, come on, man. Sure. But like, but did, does it, do anything or oregano when i when i was in rehab like like what like what we would do in rehab was um like we would i would trade my snacks for people's like tylenol like pms and crush them Mm -hmm. up to snort them um and so and the the zoloft pills are blue so i saw that and i got kind of triggered um but yeah so i mean i started taking so today it's the first day i started started taking Wow, that's big, dude. Yeah. So I yeah, I took it this morning. So that's right. big. Did you notice anything just in this one day then? Or not no. <clears throat> I'm the first week I'm doing like half dosage, you know, mm-hmm. so like instead of one pill, half a pill a day. So I took the first half this morning. All right, man. All right. Well, we can uh we can continue to talk about that here uh right after the break. I, uh, when you said Zoloft, I, uh, it made me think of the, do you remember the old, wasn't it Zoloft, the old commercials, or it was like the little cloud, like the animated oh, that cloud? That I think that was Zoloft, wow. yeah. I know what you're talking about. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if it was Zoloft, but yeah. Oh, it no, it's in Balta. Maybe. I don't know. It was like a depressed cloud or something. And None of these are our sponsors, and he was, though. No. And he was, uh. He probably remembers <laughs> a lot of puffy clouds from snorting the Zoloft. <laughs> oh, I know. I never snorted Zoloft. Um, Not you. Yeah. Uh, I see you're drinking, Bob. What do you got? Just a beer. Nothing special. Okay. I have uh, Great Lakes Christmas Ale. Cedro, oh. Christmas Spirit. Mm. <laughs> Cheers, bro. What about you? What is, is that, it Jeff? Is this is uh, Glen Morangi. Glen Morangi. Glen Morange. You got to do Morange. At the end, yeah. Yeah. the ten year. That's what I got. That's what I got. Ten year. Yep. That is my go-to scotch. 
I have uh, just some Mexican angry water. So it's uh, Mexican angry water. Yeah, that so doesn't sound good. No. Mexican angry. <laughs> There's a lot of things I get from Mexico. Water is not one of them. Mexican angry water sounds like. Yeah. Uh, it's Topo Chico, which literally translates to like small like gopher. So, which I don't know is like gophers in Mexico. So, uh, a lot of coyotes. That's what I think of when I think of water. Um, just real quick before I forget, this will be the last official uh, episode of VM Live for the year. Uh, we're going to go on a little bit of a break. We're going to come back uh, January fifth, I believe. Uh, we might do a couple of things on some of the other days in the server, but we probably will not be releasing them as a podcast. Uh, so if you're listening and you're part of the server and you want to take part in that, uh, you're more than welcome to. Uh, and we're going to have, uh, we have a little bit of a backlog of uh, talks that Jeff did. And so we are going to be releasing some of those as well. So the podcast won't be taking a break, but we will be. Much deserved. Yeah. Mm. We're like, I think this is going to be episode 36 of full on. Wow, I don't know really? how many. Yeah, we haven't done that many VM wow. lives. We're probably half that VM lives. Okay. Um, maybe a little bit wow. more. Still, that's uh, a lot. Yeah. That's pretty good. Almost yeah. 20. Mm. I mean, if you think about it from the first episode that we did, well, that's not counting the two that never aired. Um, Ooh, unreleased special yeah. editions. <laughs> we uh, the forgotten episodes, yeah. right? The lost the episodes. <laughs> we uh, yeah, we've come a long way in that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, from starting out with the audio only, and then you know, growing the cast, kind of coming together and formulating kind of our format and how we do everything, to then moving over to video now. Uh, hopefully next year we're going to be live streaming outside of Discord with video. Um, we're trying to kind of baby step some of that stuff because uh, a couple of probably episode three or four, Jeff and I screwed around and we actually did live stream it on Twitch. Um, and it was just me and you on camera and then like the chat or something like that. Um, yeah. We're learning. We're learning. Yeah. We're getting better. Uh, but we did that because, yeah, we don't want we don't want to sit there and throw you know, throw everybody into this as you kind of figured out when you start adding video, things get a lot more complicated. Um, but we're hoping to, uh, to introduce that here sometime next year. So, uh, Adriel, before we kind of switch over, uh, and see what everybody else is doing and stuff. Um, how do you, I'd like to know, how do you feel about, that diagnosis i mean does it does it feel are you i i'm sure there's some fear in there there's some of that but does it feel like i i had been diagnosed with it and i felt like heard i felt you know relieved okay we know what this is (laughs) so there's somebody's saying yes this isn't right like you're not just being yeah exactly you're not just being you know over the top like there's a thing yeah, um, you sucked it up a little too much, and now you're feeling it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like oh shit, maybe we should. So be not listening. only are you depressed, but you're an idiot, yeah. uh, <laughs> dumbass. Yeah. I never thought of it like that, Jack. Oh, I never, I never thought of it. So no, I didn't. I, did, I definitely didn't feel like that. Just uh, getting diagnosed. I mean, I, I knew. Like, I, I knew. 
right? Like everyone like knew, you know, like so, but I, I will never self-diagnose myself with anything, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but just to hear it kind of just made it like official where it's okay. like, you know, now yeah, like someone who has who's a lot smarter than me, like is telling me this, like mm-hmm. it's time to do something really about it now. Okay. So yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm starting. I'm starting. So Good, I, don't dude. Know. I am scared I, though. Hearing that word does scare me. Um and like with drugs and everything. So but you know how do you feel about taking something? Because I know for me that I've I've been on stuff, I'm on stuff now. <laughs> But when I first started going on stuff, it was, I don't know. How do you feel about it? Well, I mean, like I'm tripping off like this, all the, like the side effects, right? Like that, that could be possible, right? Mm-hmm. Everything, you know, and stuff that's like might, might not even be true. You know, everything from like the nausea to like not being able to like pop a boner, you know, like and oh, everything else in between. Yeah. Yeah. So there, there's that, um, you know, I do have like a very, very addictive personality. I know mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm kind of scared about that, you know, mm-hmm. cutting the pills in half to take half tablets and seeing like the chunks break off was very mm-hmm. triggering this morning when I did that. Mm-hmm. Cause it's blue, just like the pills that we used to snort. So it's, um, you know, I have to work through those and then just thinking about just, am I going to have to take this like for the rest of my life or for a long mm-hmm. period of time? Like then mm-hmm. what's going to happen when I get off of it? Because the, like the, the cold going cold Turkey for me off of like meth, like, uh, you know, they call it like dope sick. Like that mm-hmm. was, that was terrible. Like yeah. Yeah. it was, it was like the worst pain that I think I've ever like felt so i mean i'm obviously like it's not going to be like that with like this you know but just the i don't know just a lot of things going on but i i do feel that like it's it's time to do something Mm -hmm. and like i trust my doctor with basic with literally every other thing in my life right (laughs) from 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 -hmm. everything so i will listen to her and we'll see how it goes Are are you okay if i give my experience with it like how do you feel about me sharing what what i've because I've taken Zoloft no, before. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, when I I first started taking it, a, well, this is many years ago. It took a few weeks to do to for me to start feel something, which I think is common. I think it, it's an SSRI, a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor. I think. Um, Whoa, that's impressive, bro. <laughs> spell it, spell it now. I, didn't, I, um, I had I had side effects in the beginning, like my, it upset my stomach. Um, and, but then after a few weeks, it was, it was almost like it gives you, um, the way it was described to me, it was, it gave me space to feel things. So like if somebody, I don't know, for a bad example, somebody, I smashed my foot on, on like smashed my toe and you react to it. Not that this happened, but rather than reacting to it, you have like 30 seconds to think about it and feel it kind of evolve a little bit before you react to it. So for me, for me, it, it was, um, it kind of stretched out and kind of relaxed my response and reaction to feelings. It gave me space to feel things a little bit more, I don't know, a little bit more comfortably. So I, I, my experience has been positive with it, but when I went first went on it, um, I had the same thoughts. I'm like, God, am I going to have to be on this for the rest of my life? What happens when I go off of it? you know, how does that work? And I don't know. It, my experience has been generally positive with it. Okay. Thanks for sharing. That's, yeah. that's encouraging. Hmm. 
I I think the the you know I don't have as much experience with that stuff, so I you know again sharing share a lot with that. But I I, I do want to say, dude, like you know we've known you for a little over a year now. Um, That's it. Yeah, it's been like two man. No, like the I <laughs> I have to look back, but like we were really jumping into. VM, I think a year ago, <laughs> a uh, little bit over know. a year. I'll look, but I um, man, but like uh, okay, I, I got I got my first I got my first Facebook memory of VM. Oh, post really? Okay, well, been, so, so yeah. I was like, I have to have been in deep a little bit for me to start sharing y'all. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But to see, you know, knowing what you've gone through and and oh knowing God. the the who joined us, that guy that first joined us. You know, and to see where you've where you've grown, and and to see all the different things you've had to do here, and the time that we've known you, especially in this last, what would you say, February year. was when that all happened, March, almost a year. Um, yeah. Maybe that's what really? I'm thinking of is when it all, you know, when when that stuff happened. Um, yeah, that was a year ago that that happened. About ten months ago now. Yeah. Wow, it was March. Um, you know, like there's just there's pride. Uh, and and oh, and the man. fact that you're you're <laughs> yeah. taking these steps oh, forward, geez. dude. And <laughs> uh, thank you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're all. I can. I feel like I can comfortably say that for everyone. You know, who knows you? Like, we're Definitely. really proud of you for for doing this because it's not easy. A lot it's of people so don't. Hard. You know. <laughs> and um, yeah. So. Well, thank digital you. Dude, you're digital doing, clap. You're doing so much. I don't know. Yeah. When I think about all the stuff you're going through, it's just, it's evolving. I don't know. I know things haven't necessarily settled out, but you're going through a a ton of stuff Mm -hmm. and you're, and you're still supportive and loving and and present. It's Mm -hmm. just doing awesome. Thanks man. Um, Virtual pound, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Get it up there, Bob. (laughs) All right. There we go. Uh, (laughs) uh, Oh, can, can I say something really quick? Yes, please do. Adrian, did I tell you that I was talking to my daughter about you? You mentioned it in the server the other day about something. Okay. okay. One of Nako's yeah. questions. Yeah. Um, I was sitting down with her. I, I, you've probably seen the picture of my kitchen. I don't have a kitchen table. I have two leather chairs that are just, we just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just like, it's like these little therapy chairs, but that's where we sit and talk like every day for maybe half an hour. And I was telling her about, about just your life generally. And I, you said something about like, I just don't know if I'm doing things right. I want to do right for my girls. And, um, and I said to her, (laughs) I said to her, what you're going through, Adro is, is almost like if, if she were to talk to me five years ago, like what would you tell the version of me five years ago? That's what it would be like talking to Adrian. And she started to tear up. She's like, oh my gosh, dad. If oh I, man. If I make could, me tear up, bro. She's like, <laughs> if I, because for her, she and I are very close. And for her to be able to talk to me five years ago and tell me the things that, that I did then that you're doing now that you don't see you don't see how they're going to evolve five years from now. I mean, mm-hmm. picture your girls five years older and the 13, things that you're 13 and nine. <laughs> dude, that's, it's probably hard to imagine, but the things that you're doing today, the stability that you're creating for them, 
it's like it's like the oxygen that they don't even realize that they need mm-hmm. that um, wow. it's it's just it's so um impactful to their lives and so important and so when i told her about your situation and you know she knows generally about you and um and i think you've met even met her on video once mm-hmm. um she was like it just struck her she's like oh my god like if i could talk to you me five years ago and just relay to you that the things that you're doing are so important so mm-hmm. just keep it up man you're doing the right things yeah well, thanks, man. You oh. you and Bob are definitely like dad goals. Like <laughs> when I see you guys, yeah, I get out of here. <laughs> Thank I, you. I did know Jeff five years ago, and I'm gonna tell you right now, he was he was an ass. He was a terrible person. I total complete ass. Not much has changed then, huh? No. Yeah, I don't know. Just kidding. I'll, I will add something. I wasn't wasn't planning on doing this, but looking at what you just said, Jeff, I want to say. I'll go ahead and say this. And Adrian, I think you know, or you'll remember, I don't know, a couple months ago or something, I tried to call you or something. And you're like, oh, I'm busy. What's up? And I said, oh, nothing. I'll, I'll try you later. Um, and I had been catching up on I listening. Do. I'd been catching up on listening to some of the podcasts because I hadn't listened to a lot of them. And I li- I just listened to yours with your mm. story. And oh, that shit. had impacted me. <laughs> so much and it gave me new insight into you as a person new respect for you what you've been through i mean we all go through something in our own way like i don't if i know people that have gone through addiction i'm not aware of it like they haven't come out and said what they've gone through so to listen to that podcast listen to your story i mean i was like tearing up during that story and that's why i wanted to reach out to you because i don't like I don't like doing stuff like this. Mm-hmm. I want, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this on, you know, VM live or something. I want to call him and be like, Hey dude, that was really inspirational. I love you. You're, you're awesome. You're doing a great oh, job, bro. But <laughs> we never touched base. So look at what Jeff said. I'll say it now. That podcast touched me. I hope it inspired so many other people that listen to it. People that will listen to it. I think we've got to get that one out there more. Because that experience, <laughs> that, you, that experience, that experience dude, you went through and where you're at oh, now, shit. dude, fucking phenomenal. Dude, I mean, yeah. That's awesome. And, uh, you know, well, thank you, man. And I'm, my, I'm proud to, to know you and call you a friend in a way. You know, no, more than a way. One, man. Hopefully, hopefully one day we'll meet, you know. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, not at a Raiders game though, but hopefully we'll meet some <laughs> Raiders at Buffalo. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can do that. that is a game that no one would care about. Uh, for yeah, those Bob. of you who are uh, <laughs> listening live, um, I just posted the uh, the link to that episode, uh, and it will be in nice the picture. show notes. Yeah, hey, you sent it to me, man. That was actually though, because I I remember I. Like I Facebook stalked the heck out of you to try to find, <laughs> and I'm like, wow, there's this picture of you like all busted up, and I'm so surprised that you gave me permission to use that. And it's also kind of a weird time capsule because it shows you how bad cameras were that long back. Because it's like, <laughs> how long ago was that? That was two that was uh, two thousand uh, two thousand nine or ten. So that yeah. was on, that that picture was taken on on uh, my T Mobile Sidekick, like Sidekick, yeah, like, like the second version, of yeah, whatever, yeah, so. the upgraded one, <laughs> yeah. So you took the picture and then you snapped it over to the side and texted it to your friends, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, on my two G network, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> wasn't even a G. It was just bars at that point. <laughs> yeah. Especially T-Mobile. Um, we are going oh, well, thanks, to... Um, we're going to jump to break here real quick. Uh, and then uh, we'll be right back. I found hope in the midst of an overwhelming situation. I let go of trying to control things that I had no control over. And that helped me find peace of mind. Alcoholism is a disease that can affect any family. Everyone suffers. But there is help and hope at Al-Anon Family Groups. I was constantly stressed and worried. Now I approach each day with joy and gratitude. In Al-Anon, families and friends of alcoholics find new ways to heal from the effects of a loved one's drinking. Al-Anon gave me my life back. I'm a better father and husband. Are you in an overwhelming situation because of someone else's drinking? Al-Anon and Alateen can help. Local and virtual meetings are available. Maybe one could work for you. For information, call 1-866-200-0033 or visit alanon.org slash hope. Wait. Edmund Bob had to leave. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. It's just a black space down here now. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I. It was kind of a nice transition, Bob. You probably didn't mean to do it about, um, you know, listening to past episodes. I obviously uh, listen to every episode because I edit it uh, and put it up. So I multiple times. Uh, for now the audio and the video um, and I was curious as we kind of wrap up this year in the last basically 20 minutes 15-20 minutes of the show uh, the last show of 2021 uh, if you guys had anything uh, that stuck out to you of powerful, funny uh, super depressing uh, you know what were some of your your favorite moments of VM Live so far. I can kind of start. And for me, there were those big, impactful moments like Adro's episode. I mean, like, that was one of those where, you know, there's the human in me that's like, that was beautiful and, you know, so happy to, to, to exist in a place where we can do this, you know? Um, and, and proud of Adro for opening up like that. Like, that stuff's not easy. There were a lot of, you know, you, you admitted a lot of faults there, you know, and it's hard to do that. <laughs> say it's, the least. Yeah, it's hard to sit there and, and say what you said. Uh, so you were just, it was just so matter of fact. It was heroic. Uh, and then the producer side of me, the, like, media guy is like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Like, I'm drugs and shit's going to be all over, and people are going to hear that, <laughs> and they're going to... And it's one of the more downloaded episodes of the of the uh, podcast. Um, it, oh, my God. So, yeah, your face is plastered <laughs> oh, over a shit. lot of people. Yeah. You're all over Spotify, your busted-up face. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> and then I just made it worse when I updated when we updated the website because not only is it on the website but now it's on Pinterest so people might be repinning <laughs> your busted up face um, giving me more blood yeah. on my face right mm-hmm. um, but uh, for me you know I really what I'm really proud of as far as the show is just the general 
kind of air of being open. You know, we have a couple of guys, uh, you know, five of us that are on regularly. And there's this, it's the smaller moments, you know, that I find special. The, the, the just us talking and having fun, but, but kind of opening up in little ways here and there. A little bit what I talked about, you know, in the beginning of the episode, like that. That's not planned. That's not the topic of the day. You know, that's nothing. Like that's, that's just organic. Um, one of our first episodes, we did that. And everybody was just raw. And I think we've been able to build up a community, uh, both in and outside of the podcast, that allows people that space to do that, to be authentic and to be open at their own pace, at their own, you know, whenever they feel comfortable to do it. Uh, and I think we've developed that here. And so that's what I'm most proud of for 2021 uh, on uh on VM Live and, and everything we're doing here. So does anybody else have anything specific? You know, like I said, could be funny, could be just emotionally impactful. Um, well, yeah, I think, as I already mentioned, the most impactful for me of the ones I either listened to and or participated in was Adro's episode. That was the most impactful that I had a very strong, like, emotional reaction to. Mm-hmm. Um, the one, I guess, as far as like fun, awkward, whatever you want to call it, was the Tinder episode with me. I'm, <laughs> I don't, I, I don't like being the focus or center of attention. So that was, you know, when you guys talked about it, uh, yeah, sure, whatever, you know, let, let's do it. But it was, it was funny, and it was a good stretch for me because it kind of took me outside of my comfort zone to be, you know, have the attention on me. Like, oh. We're going to put you on Tinder and blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, so it wasn't for me, it wasn't even all about like, does this get me a good profile? Does this get me a date? Or as some of us were saying, does this get Bob laid? It mm. was just, you know, it was just about, let me do something outside my comfort zone and, and see how that experience goes. Mm. And, you know, it was fun. I had a lot of fun with it on that episode. And, you know, when we did a couple follow-ups, that, that, that was fun for me. So those are the two kind of, I guess, that stick out for me this year. I was so proud of you for doing that because, like, because, like, sure. at first it started out like we're gonna put him on, and then I don't think he knew what we were, you know, like we well, again it kind of started in Cleveland, like when we were there. Yeah, was, yeah I didn't even know that. I wasn't there because you guys were just drinking, and I was wherever at the Chinese bakery or running. You were driving, you're like, yeah, you're like, I know what we'll do. We'll kind of get get him primed for yeah. Tinder. Yeah. I, I think f- for me, um. I care about you guys. And so this isn't, and this is a show. Sure. It's, it's a podcast and it's a recording and we're on video and there's, there's preparation and back work and editing that a lot goes into this, but Adro, I've never met you in person. I've met the other two guys on here in person, but um, this is genuinely friends talking and, and, you know, even Bob, the thing that you shared before Adro, your openness, Jack, your, your experience about, you know, your last week. Um, this is, this is like if we had a scheduled get together as dudes, as, as friends talking. Um, mm-hmm. and, and there's a, I genuinely care about you guys. And there's an openness that is that this captures, I think, you know, there, there's a bit of a production element to it for sure, but there's, but it's mostly us talking and I'm very proud of that. 
because that's what VM is about is, is just, you know, like, ah, this is hard for me to say, but blah, mm-hmm. you know, um, being vulnerable and just being open and just, and making a space for other guys to share. Um, so I don't know if it's really a moment, but just kind of like it's kind of sprinkled with a bunch of those little mm-hmm. things. Like even even Bob at the beginning of this, you said that your Friday has been interesting and we haven't poked and that's totally fine. And that's how it works. You know, like we're here and if we're out shooting pool, we're out doing whatever. If and when you felt open, you know, comfortable sharing, then you would. If not, if it never happens, that's fine too. But we're here for you either way. So that's what that, this, that. Yeah, this this these get together, these chats, these, these VM lives are, are very genuine. You know, Mm -hmm. you guys are my friends and I, and I care about you. And even the the guys that aren't online right now Mm -hmm. that aren't able to make it, um, this is cool. I'm really, I'm really happy. It's kind of that we're connecting this way. Me too. Yeah. I, I like, you know, like for me this year, just being able to, start starting vm live like i feel like it's really at least with with all of us here and you know also with like evan and other people that 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 have come on it's given especially especially now more so recently with the video i feel like it's like the connection there is is a lot deeper now that we can actually you know we're it went from just typing to you know voice to now video so Mm it's definitely brought the connection, made me feel a lot closer to, you know, specifically to you guys, but to a lot of other people on the server too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, one of the moments that sticks out for me is like that episode of VM Live where like Steph took over, you know? Yeah. And, I, and I was in the audience. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that poor I, girl. Yeah. I, yeah. Felt, I felt like the dude or like, the, you know, that person in the movie theater who keeps talking during the movie because I kept chatting and putting gifts in there yeah. and like interrupting. So that was yeah. pretty fun to me she i that felt cool. so because she was supposed to have it was supposed oh, yeah. to be a v uh visible women takeover and she's supposed to have yeah. somebody else on the show with her and they were gonna do um i don't it was i think they picked a couple topics because originally they were like let's do a review show and i said you're not going to be able to have any good comments on at that point uh, like 24 shows like you're just skipping through like i'd rather have you guys have like a real deep actual conversation about some of this stuff versus just skimming over and then like the night before that person canceled yeah and so we were just like do you still want to do it stuff like <laughs> yeah. it's fine you don't have to yeah. like it's fine uh and she said yes and so we came up with the idea of having having just <laughs> me and jeff on there with her and she i mean she ran it uh i told her yeah. like this is the idea Very like well. here i'll push Wait, the buttons but wasn't that the one where she made that mad like yeah <laughs> well that's oh, what yeah. I did, like, the length of her kitchen yeah. or something. Right. so we yeah. scraped we scraped the <laughs> the idea of of whatever the original idea was and we were like steph look like you have to carry this since it's your episode so whatever you want to talk about just ja- uh, you know jeff and i are game and she she did it was she i think it ahead. ended up being like six feet long of, yeah it had to be six feet it looked like like that what is that like the roller paper i don't know what it was um butcher paper yeah Yeah. uh and it was just like what the heck and post-it notes it was like a big coordinated yeah (laughs) for an hour which which really comes down to like like 45 minutes worth of actual discussion and i sat there and i have you know, I'm comfortable in my role. I never, when I joined, I never expected to be doing these kind of things like this. Um, but like, I, 
I'm comfortable in it. You know, I've been doing media for almost 20 years now. Uh, and wow. I've never felt so inadequate, like for show notes, as I did when she popped that up. But I'm just like, good God, like, what are we? You know, I mean, I had you, Adra, I had you on. I knew nothing about And I'm like, let's talk about how you did drugs. And then we wung it for an hour. And then, like, we get on to her episode, and I'm like, ooh, shit. You know? She's got a lot of and uh, she she really did surprise us a lot on that episode, um, you know, with all of her with with all of her research and some of the things that she she discussed. It was pretty. I'm excited. I hope she's able to get uh, uh, or hope we're able to kind of get it to the original idea. Um, but I yeah, I was really excited and I was really happy with with how she did. Yeah. Um. You know, one of the things that it's it's something I think needs to be remembered, and I need to remember it, especially when it comes to you guys. Uh, Jeff had done some Facebook Lives before. Um, you know, I was involved. Uh, they're still up if you want to look at them. Uh, they're from a long time ago. Uh, you call that before Jack or, or yeah, BJ? yeah, <laughs> how long ago? I think it was BJ. I think is what the yeah, uh, I don't know if want to say BJ, um, but, yeah. but uh, maybe two years. Yeah, it was it was, like and I don't remember who they were, but I I remember looking back and going, I wonder if he did, and seeing the Facebook lives, you know. Um, so he he had a little bit of experience, and you've been on a couple of podcasts <laughs> and kind of done some stuff. So these talks were something. The talks that you do were something that were kind of planned. Um. You know, but when we asked all of you guys to, you know, Idro, Bob, Evan, uh, and then, you know, Steph, when she comes in to basically be professional broadcasters in a week, you know, is that's pretty, that's a big ask, you know, uh, not only are you supposed to be, you know, mic technique and, 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 you know, knowing when the breaks are and, and doing all those kind of things. But you also are kind of expected to be open and honest and talk about really difficult things. Mm -hmm. And you guys have all done it and you've done it very quickly. You know, I've worked, like I said, I've, I've been doing this a long time and I've met and worked with many hosts and a lot of them are good. A lot more of them were not. You know, it takes a lot to be able to do this kind of stuff, to be able to be interesting and open and honest and watch a time clock and interact with the chat, you know, and not cuss all over the place or cough into the microphone. There's a lot of things that go into it, and you guys have all picked it up really, really well. And I am, not only am I impressed, but I'm really proud because I've given directions behind the scenes and stuff you know <laughs> shut up Andrew. uh i've given directions behind the scenes and stuff like that and you guys have always been game you know you may have questioned okay why do we do it that way but there's never been like a no i'm not doing that you know um you've all been open and willing to listen and do what you can do to make the show the best it can be and so i am i'm incredibly incredibly proud of you guys and this last I don't know, six months that we've been doing VM Live, you know, has been just a pure joy. 
you know, working with you guys every Friday night. It's something I look forward to every Friday Same night, here, bro. eight o'clock, yeah. jumping yep. on VM yep. live. Um, and now we're all, you know, texting and sending stuff to each other all the time. That's not VM related, which is so cool. Cause it's like, there's friendship involved in that. <laughs> what? That was a big laugh there. I don't know what that was. Yeah, about. No, he knows what we've been sending back and forth to each other. So. Jack and I, yeah. It's not yeah. great. Um, no, you know, I and say, I don't get any text from anybody, so I don't. Know I don't text about. you, but I send stuff to your Instagram and TikTok, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, uh, he doesn't watch anything I send him on TikTok, so I need to um, get a TikTok. That yeah, I'm you every do. couple weeks, every couple, and you'll react to yeah. one. Or I know you don't because you send me the videos that I sent you. <laughs> <laughs> like, check out this thing. Like, yeah, I sent it to you last week. Yeah. Yeah, look at this thing I saw for the first time today. Yeah, yeah. Like, just uploaded. Yeah. It's like, thanks, well, Jeffrey. While we're giving praise, you deserve a lot, Jack. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Because um, the professionalism and structure and voice and guidance that you give and coaching that you give to us as we go through this is awesome. I mean, if it was <clears throat> without you, it wouldn't be the same. So I think I can speak for all of us and say that that you you elevate the um, professionalism and quality of our discussions. So thank you. Thank definitely. you. That means yeah, a lot. Definitely. Uh, real quick before we go, uh, we need to announce this. Uh, uh, Adro and I have a uh, a bet going. Uh, <laughs> What's this about? Oh, it's kind of a play bet. on the uh, on the uh, the the bet that that Adro and Bob did, where uh, we this bet that the uh, other. Uh, the other, the, the, the Raiders bombs. Browns and whoever loses has to wear the other team's hat, uh, on an episode of VM live. We did that with like, Adro has come up with a bunch of crazy, awesome ideas, but like they were like dressing up as like the Raiders fan. And I'm like, I got to run a show. Like I can't have like the yeah. big, although it would be funny if the Browns won. Cause then he'd have to wear a mask and we wouldn't go see him the whole time. Uh, but, uh, but he's mad because uh, my entire team, the Cleveland Browns, did they what they do COVID. and got COVID. And the so they rescheduled. They rescheduled 87 games this week, man. But the Raiders I, have yeah, zero COVID cases. Yeah, Why but how yeah, but how many That's how many fault. how many arraignments do they have? How many court cases do they have? And we yeah. still play. But we still play. That's because how court many cases many are on Monday. Have, like, child support orders and stuff. <laughs> but we still play. That's why we have to play, because they gotta pay child support. They gotta earn. Yeah, they yeah. They'll have the yeah, that they, they only get paid if they play. It's just bit it's just right. bullshit. And if, it's was, bullshit. if the game was if they forfeited, they wouldn't get paid. So. The Browns need to forfeit. Like they it's their fault. No, but they, the Raiders they, the thing. they followed yeah, that would not help the Raiders. Uh they followed no, the protocol. We get the win. A forfeit's automatic win. But you, if yeah, you don't you, if you they, don't play lose their paycheck. Oh, I don't care about that. Part. They're millionaires. They can deal <laughs> yeah. with that on their own. But they followed <laughs> protocol. So it's the league that screwed that kind of stuff. And we're not the only thing that got shuffled it was like washington um, football team their game yeah. like cares about that. Oh, with. i actually I bought the hat though so that's how much confidence i have right now is i uh, there's a raiders hat on the way to my house <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm not saying nothing because last time i did i got jinxed and then we got our we, we just got our asses kicked like 50 48 to nine last yes. week so yeah yep all right. Well, that is the end of the first season of the Visible Man Ooh. podcast. 
No more um, rookie season. Right. Uh, we're going to hopefully not have a sophomore slump next year. Uh, if you're listening to this or watching it, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. We're on all of the social media channels. Make sure you check us, us out at visibleman.org. And hey, if you're 18 or over, Feel free to join our Discord server where we have moderated discussions about men and men's mental health daily. <sighs> Good job, guys. Seriously. First season Thanks. in the bag. Freaking killed it. I'm really proud of you guys. And we will see you on, I believe, January 5th. I think that's the uh, the next uh, date. Mm-hmm. Anyway, for Visible Man, this is Jack Rollins reminding you that vulnerability is the ultimate demonstration of strength. Cheers.